Well, a very hellonest to each and every one of you. Yes, and welcome to this week's episode of Your Manchester. Oh, it's another episode of The Best Bits and we're so glad that you've joined me and Belle because we're going to take you through some of the guests that we had on the show this week. That's right. And our first guest this week, everybody, was a very, very gorgeous gentleman and it took all my concentration to behave nicely around this guy, Known as Keegan Hurst. How are you, Keegan? I'm good. I'm good, guys. I'm, I'm a lot older than I was in that footage, like, but um, I'm, I'm all right. And just just to tell you what you guys were saying before, my hair's not real either. No, is it not? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you already, Keegan. <laughs> I thought we'd play that VT because. As I said, uh, well, I won't say what I just said to Michelle, but we've put that VT at the beginning for one very, very important reason. I'm not interested. So, uh, we thought we'd get that out of the way and focus on you. Now, rugby. Tell me all about your rugby career. Well, it's done now. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah I, I played professional for, for 15 years. Um, retired late last year. Um, played over 320 games. Played at the, the highest level. Um, came out in 2015, so you know played over half half my career as a as an out gay man. So yeah, um, it's it was it was a good career. I'm very grateful for for you know what it's what it's helped me achieve. But now you're keeping that fitness, aren't you? And really trying to promote like the healthy mind, body, and soul, aren't you? Because you've seen what it's done for you. Yeah, definitely. I, um, I I always struggle with my weight, even as a professional athlete. Um, and I always thought there was a lot of confusing information out there. When when I got down to you know started learning about it, I thought it's not as complicated as it as, it, as it's made out to be. Um, so I wanted to cut through all that. And as a, as a gay man, as someone who's been a part of a rugby community, I know how important having that community is. So for me to be able to create my own our own community that we've got at, at PTIQ, that my coaching program, um, you know, we are able to help guys change their life, change the, the body, the mindset, the confidence, and and cut through all the crap that's out there because so much, so many people waste so much money and so much time um, trying really hard and not getting anywhere. Um, so I wanted to make that a bit easier for people and give them an environment where they could enjoy doing it. And how do you go about doing that then? So looking at me, obviously in my natural, beautiful, thin physique, shut it. Um, how do you go about taking somebody that's predominantly not interested in fitness and generating their mind to be interested in getting a better body? Yeah, well, you've just touched on it there, Belinda. The first thing we do is, is sort that mindset out. It's not about doing a million burpees every day. That, that's not what it's about. A lot of the time, it's just making little tweaks little changes you know uh, getting into that mindset around sorting your sleep out that's a big two of my biggest tips that I give to people who wanted to get in shape would be to drink more water and get more sleep nothing to do with food nothing to do with exercise um, people think they've got to crash diet and they've got to jump around the, the living room like a tit um, and you don't have to do that it, it's, it gets over complicated because people make money off, off your lack of knowledge off your naivety so yeah. you know just just making a few really simple tweaks to a little, you know, sorting out a bit of food, sorting out your sleep, stress, digestion, and, and doing a little bit of activity. Sometimes I've had clients who've had incredible results just by walking. Um, so it's not all about you have to be into fitness, you have to be into sport. You know, a lot of people are terrified of the gym, uh, which, which is obviously closed now, but, you know, giving people the confidence and the knowledge so that they can go and 
you know, change the life, change the body and take control um, is really empowering and I find it really fulfilling to be able to help. And are you finding that more people are wanting to come to you now for advice and this because of lockdown, people are realising they need something, they need to kind of have that outlet to go to? Uh, yeah, I think, you know, we've had a, we've had a lot of people join, join the programme and um, partly not just because they want to get in shape and they want to be ready to enjoy the world when it does open back up and they've spent the last year really struggling doing it on their own in isolation you know we we have a really strong community um you know we do lots of stuff where we're getting together meeting virtually meeting other people um you know and there's that real sense of togetherness so one of the biggest things i've found talking to people is that the reason that they struggle is because they're on their own and they feel like they're, they're isolated and they're stuck and you know we're talking about physical health but we've also got to take into consideration mental health as well that that plays a massive part and i suppose what i really want to ask is when we get back to normality um for many of us cramming in enough sleep first of all how many hours is now stated as enough sleep you need to be getting at least seven quality hours of sleep you see, when I'm working, <laughs> when I'm working uh, in, my, in my other job, it's, it's almost impossible to get four hours sleep. So uh, why is sleep so important? Sleep's when the magic happens. So that's when all your hormones are rebalanced. It's when, you know, all the fat comes off, all the air. So something people get have a real big misconception about when the training is that you get stronger and you build muscle in the gym. You don't, you get stronger away from the gym. Um, the gym is just what makes it happen. So I, something I always say to my guys is train hard, recover harder. Um, and sleep's a big, big part of that. Lovely. It's, you do exercise a lot, don't you? Yeah, I, and then I'm she the sits next to Jabba the Hutt. It's I'm fabulous. the one that jumps up and down like a tit, as Keegan <laughs> <laughs> so rightly put it earlier on. But I have to say, what you said about the water is spot on. I've been if you can, a lot more can drink, yeah. you know, two to three pints of water, what? you might be on the toilet every so, like five minutes. But the thing it is, makes it, it, feel good. Yeah, and if you're drinking loads of water and you're going to the toilet a lot, you're going to be getting your steps in as well. So it's it's a double win, exactly. right? win-win situation yeah and when you're wearing outfits like me you're working your muscles getting all this off to go for a week so it works out well uh, just before you go keegan uh, how has life been for you since coming out in 2015 um it's been pretty gay um yeah, yeah pretty gay um really good um I'm, I'm really lucky i had an amazing i had an amazing team i had amazing support from from fans from um, from my friends, from you know, from my kids, my, my partner's amazing. Um, so I, it, it's been, it's, yeah, it's had its ups and downs, but you know, by and large, it's been something that's been really good for me. It helped with me with my career. It's helped. Um, it's helped me feel comfortable in my own skin, and I think that's that's what we all want, right? It is indeed. Uh, you are one of them inspirational people. Well done for finding you and being you. And uh, it's Keegan Hurst, everybody. Thank you very much for your time today. Thanks for having me, guys. Well, seeing as we're all in that third lockdown and it doesn't seem like we're coming out of it anytime soon, we do need to think about coping with our own mental health. So we've been chatting to one of the leading experts in psychology. She's from Manchester. She's lovely. And she's called Emma Kenny. I mean, I think everybody should just be accepting that it's been really hard on the whole. I think some people maybe have managed more easily probably because of finances and low 
location, but for the majority of us, the vast majority of us, it's been really tough. So I think, first of all, don't think that you are the problem if you're struggling mentally. A lot of people think that they somehow should have these resources that mean not seeing their family and friends or that not having a job, money, should mean that they should somehow cope. It's not how you feel. So know that you didn't cause it, you didn't create this, and you don't need to own it. Yeah, there are things you need to do to make sure that you get some strategies that make it a little bit more easier to bear, but it's tough. So don't do what a lot of us are doing and saying there's something wrong and broken with me. There isn't. You're just reacting to a completely inhumane set of circumstances. Yeah, well, I've spoke to a lot of my friends because at first I was thinking, why does this lockdown, lockdown oh, three, yeah. feel so bad? But it does. And everyone seems to agree with me. And it's like, it's not different. I think we're under the no. same restrictions, but yeah. it just feels well, I mean, it feels endless, yeah. It does. Yes. That's one of the yeah. things, yeah. And as a mum of two, you know, it's, it is very difficult every day trying to do all that juggling. I was going to ask you, you know, from a personal and a friend's point of view of all my mums, it's like, it's really hard not to reach for that glass of wine at the end yeah. of the night and use that, you know. And you don't want to, but how do we move away from that? I think most people have hit a wall this time. Like I said, it does feel like it's a little bit unbearable compared to the other times because it's just this repetition. So first off, a lot of us are doing that whole thing about getting a glass of wine to punctuate yeah. the end of our day because it feels endless. You're like, I'm meant to be, I knew I would never be a good teacher. I was very aware of that. That's why I didn't become one. Teachers are incredible professionals. That's why we're struggling with home education. It's not for us, it's for teachers. So yeah. I think first of all, drop your guilt. You know, actually just getting through at the moment is important. Secondly, you know, I'm doing a bit of what you were saying before, recording, you're talking about giving up smoking, I'm giving up like alcohol, I'm giving up sugar, I'm kind of detoxing, I'm doing it because I know that at the moment I need my resources. So I think if there are some healthy habits, you can chip in. So if you're gonna drink every night, kind of think about how that functionally makes you rely on just relaxing that way, that's gonna infect your sleep, it's gonna make you have a really poor quality of experience in that rest way. So then maybe just stay at the weekends and then don't try to like go, well, I'll save all my bottles for the weekend and I'll drink them all on a Saturday. Just try to be resistant to that. Also, make sure that you're saying it's hard. I just think we say it all the time. Oh, let's talk about mental health. We all talk about, it. no, we don't, we don't. So often I hear people telling me that they're struggling, but they're not actually telling the people that they love, look, this is tough, I'm in pain. And when you start that process, you invite people to share it with you and also they get an opportunity to also share their journey. We do a lot in the UK. We do so much about talking about how we manage and talk with mental health. We don't. We do a lot of talking about it and not a lot of managing it. And I think we have to do more of that. And I loved listening to your previous guest. I just thought everything he said was absolutely perfect. And if there are tips that you could take, I'd take it from him. Health and fitness isn't that difficult. It's about repairing, recuperating, drinking lots of water, staying away from processed foods, reaching out for help and reminding yourself you're worthy, whether you're employed earning 500 grand a year or whether you just make an ends meets and you're doing your best. Just know that you are good enough. So perhaps talking to yourself then and having a word with yourself when you are feeling perhaps a little bit down, uh, what would you say to yourself? What should you be saying to yourself? Right now, it would probably be something like, why didn't you emigrate to Costa Rica five years ago, Emma? <laughs> but apart from that, I would definitely have to say to myself every single day, like, what can I micromanage? What actual power do I have? 
So I am one of those normal human beings that when there's an anxious situation, you know, you feel a bit reactionary anxiety. Whereas now I'm just saying to myself, oh, it's okay to feel a bit anxious. So what can I do to reduce the stimulants in my life? Like cut the coffee out because I like have 15 a day or tell my husband, I'm really not enjoying this or tell my children, I'm really sorry. I actually can't answer your physics homework because I'm useless at physics. Own it. Just try not to think that you have to be a perfect human. That's one of the things I'm doing. I make mistakes constantly. I fall on my face publicly constantly and I think that what that does is it helps me to really address the fact that what makes me who I am is the fact that I love humans and their fallible beauty that makes us all distinct so just try to do what I do accept yourself fully even when other people don't like you were seeing in the past you know the person that you were talking about Keegan what yeah. what a story you know when he accepted his own sexuality like be who you are be proud of who you are no matter who you are yeah, exactly. Emma Kenny, thank you so much for coming on today. I a always pleasure. feel like I've had a good, I was going to say a good session then, but that's not the right word. I know what <laughs> I mean. Word. I yes. know what I mean. I always feel a bit more cured when I've had a converse with you. That's what I was trying to say. So thank you very much, Emma Kenny, for today. Oh, thank you. Now, after all that thinking and all that healthiness for my brain, it's time that we indulged. I think that's the word I'll use. Indulge in something perhaps not too healthy. But because there's me here, and of course, the very healthy Michelle Eagleton here. We wanted to get both options from Mr. Scott Eckersley. Well, what we've got is, as, as you uh, just said then, it's kebabs. Everybody loves a, a good kebab, bit of soul food for you. And obviously we're all missing going out on nights out at the moment. So I think quite a lot of this is going to be the fact that we miss having some of the little uh, naughty bits that we, uh, we have. And, but we're all at home and we all want to feel a little bit better about ourselves. So what's a nicer way of doing this? And what I'm going to do today is I'm going to show you a naughty version and a nice version of a chicken kebab. So Ooh. I'm going to start off with the chicken that we've been doing. So I've marinated this and I've gone for uh, a Greek yogurt, which is cocoa Greek yogurt. So this is a little bit healthier. It's made out of uh, out coconut. It's, better, it's got added calcium, vitamins B2, B12. So these are really good vitamins that will help boost you, make you feel a little bit better about yourself. Into that, we've got some lemon. So I've grated the zest of this lemon, and then I've also cut this in half and then squoze that in there. Again, lemon, really good for the digestion. You want it, you know, when you're having a healthy kebab, you want to, you don't want to feel the starch afterwards. So this kind of helps it go down a little bit better. Helps Why is it better to use uh, the zest of the lemon and not the lemon juice? Well, the zest of the lemon just gives you all the flavour of the lemon without kind of the, uh, the prolonged acidity. Because the problem with the lemon juice is that when you put that in there, what's going to start happening is too much of it will start reacting with the cream and then you'll start to turn the cream a little bit. So it's better just to get the nice zest uh, of the lemon that will bring the freshness. So what I'm going to do with this is I'm going to go for the naughty version. So I'm going to actually cut some chorizo in this. Oh, I love sausage. Oh, I'm loving this because I've got all of this at home, you know. Have you got chorizo? Yeah, got chorizo in my fridge right now. I've got the Greek yogurt. I live on Greek yogurt. Do you? Yeah, I do. I've got a full I've not had the coconut actually. one though. Ooh, I'm tempted by that one, Scott. Which one's this? I'm tempted by the coconut uh, Greek yogurt. Oh, you know what? It's, it's really, really. I know I shouldn't really be kind of promoting one particular brand, but this uh, this this coconut one is absolutely fantastic. There are obviously other brands available. Um, are you putting the chorizo in then? Yes. So what I've done is I've put the chorizo on the skewer, 
and then mm. I'm going to start putting uh, layering that on with my chicken. Yeah. Um, and then what we're going to do is we're going to build it up. And then sausage, on... chicken, sausage, chicken. It's like a night out on Canal Street. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> I can always rely right. on you, can't I? Uh, the well, which, uh, which do you prefer? Do you prefer thigh or breast? <laughs> Definitely not breast. Them days are <laughs> gone, flower. <laughs> so, I'm surprised you've not put any spices in, Scott. Well, the thing is, what you'll get with the chorizo is because this is made from uh, spices of paprika anyway, and it's yeah. uh, cured. When this starts to go on the grill, uh, all those uh, all those cured spices will come straight out and they'll drip all the way down this, and they'll actually coat it and marinate it. And what do you think of that? Yeah, it so. makes it a little bit naughtier than uh, the other one. Now, other options for this that I would say is uh, the nice version I've gone with tomato. So nice, uh, nice bits of cherry tomato just add some uh, fantastic flavours. And again, when they start to cook down, uh, all the juices from the tomato runs down, and that kind of coats the It's making my mouth water. It's making. And how would you serve that? I mean, I know that's. A kebab, but are you going to put it in a naughty man? So what we're going to do with this is, I'm going to give you a couple of options now with the different breads that you've got. Oh. What we're going to do is come over to the oven. I've done a blue pizza, and here's one that I made earlier. So we've got the tomato ones there, as you can see. Beautiful. Absolutely fantastic. And then we've got the chorizo on there. Chorizo. And I've got me uh, my naughty plate and my nice plate, so uh, we're, <laughs> we're, uh, we've got those there. And what I'm going to do first is I'm going to do the nice version. So we've got a wholemeal pitta that we're going to go in with. Mm -hmm. And then your wholemeal pitta, into that, what we're going to do is we're going to start putting some salad items. We've got a bit of feta there. Right, the salad items that I've got here, I've got. Uh, some watercress, which is mm -hmm. absolutely obviously watercress is a superfood. So this has got absolutely fantastic antioxidants, which are uh, which are brilliant for making your body feel fantastic. Layering in some um, some spring onion in there. Oh, I love spring onion. Yeah, one of my favourite. Some uh, some uh, yellow peppers there, and then we've got some tomato on top of that. Filled that with an absolutely wonderful salad. And what we're going to do now? It's just teasing us now. I know, teasing away. Gosh. <laughs> so there we go. Right. Do you know where I used to love? Oh, I don't think it exists anymore. Fanny Craddocks. No, oh. Abdul's. What? Do you remember Abdul's? Used to be out three of them and around the city centre. And when I was of the age where we used to go disco dancing last year, um, yeah. <laughs> and had a few shandies, yeah. I'd uh, come out the club and I'd always head to Abdul's and uh, have a kebab. And oh my god, it came in and nan. Mm. And then like, do you want sauce? About I've everything. So my go-to when I lived in Blackpool. <laughs> was a place called Godfathers, and they used to do what they called a Belinda special. No way. Right. And it was every form of kebab meat in a bap. Was it ginger? In a bam cake. Ginger. It looked ginger, because it had that gorgeous <laughs> chorizo on it! Oh, oh, talking about the chorizo. Oh, 
chorizo. Show well, us the other kebab. How's the naughty one go. looking? So we're, go we're going in naughty here now. And what I've <gasps> got for you is there you go, you talked about it. And what I'm gonna uh, what I'm gonna do for this is I'm gonna go so um we've got the Greek version uh, usually that we all uh, we all know as uh, gyros or gyros or gyros as they're actually called over there. And they contain wonderful chips. Mm. <laughs> Bang our chips into this particular one. And then and are they just normal chips? Yeah, yeah, there's nothing special about those. What, I, what I've done is I've just gone for the easy method on this one, just to make it easier for everybody else at home. You can all do it. Just go down, get yourself some frozen ones and stick it if, in. If, if my mother's watching this, you can know now that tomorrow she'll be in Asda looking for a nan. I tell you, she'll be there. <laughs> I hope she didn't pick up mine now. <laughs> well, what we do now? She'll wonder where she is. What's this what you're putting on now, then? Is I'm going to do a cheese sauce as well. Oh. So, cheesy chips, cheesy chips. Oh, exactly. I've already made a, um, a, a bechamel, which oh, is cheesy chips and gravy. Cheesy chips and gravy. And flour. You put your butter and your flour together, and then you uh, this creates a little bit of a white sauce with, uh, when you add milk to it. And then to this, what we're going to do is from tipping our cheese. Oh. And then we're going to mix that around a little bit, and then that's going to create this absolutely wonderful cheesy sauce. You know, he's doing that now, Scott. You're doing that. And he's going to eat all of I, I do that regularly. I feel like a proper cook because I now know how to do these sauces. But I'm feeling totally jealous because I know that once we finish this, Scott, you're going to be eating all that. Well, this is it. Behind the scenes, I've actually got uh, I've got my partner here, and she's uh, she's waiting there. She's she's absolutely chomping at the bit, waiting for this particular one to come because she's going to know and she wants to give me the nice. So this is all. Is she blowing you out? <laughs> <laughs> Nice wig tonight. Scott. You've got a what? I've got a nice wig on tonight. <laughs> I've got one on every night. Does that mean I'm getting more? Give <laughs> me <laughs> one of those wigs and then we'll see. Yeah, well, I'll send you one flower. <laughs> there we go. And then we're going to put our chorizo onto that now. Oh. I did wrong marrying an artist. <laughs> I wanted to marry somebody like a hairdresser or a cook. Yeah. Just to finish now with this, I've got some of that um, some of that cocoa greek that we said about. And what I've done into this is I've put garlic, so we've got a garlic sauce to go on. So I'm putting that one on our healthy one. And then just to kind of make it extra dirty, we're going for sweet chili sauce. Do you know, I've just had an idea, Scott, and I'm just wondering if it's possible. Go on. You see the healthy one? Yeah. Turn that upside down and put it on the unhealthy one and call it a sandwich. <laughs> there you go! I've just created new food. You'll have your own franchises if you do that, Flair, I tell you. Oh my there gosh, go. that's epic. Lovely unhealthy. That's the one I'd go for. <laughs> and this wonderful, wonderful... And that's the one you'd end up with because you'd feel guilt-ridden that you'd even thought about anything that's got more than two calories. Yeah. <laughs> But if I had a few glasses of wine, I know which one I'm going to tell me about it. It's going to be perfect with a beer in a second. Ooh. Oh, please come back, Scott. Yeah, please. come back. Let's um, do a little bit more of this, shall we? Excellent.
bring us more and more food. Thank you so much for that, Scott. So there you go. That concludes another fantastic episode here at your Manchester. Oh, you know, everyone's going out for a kebab now. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I'm going for the uh, the chorizo. I'm just going to get a full sausage down my throat. That's what I'm intending to do this evening. In the meantime, make sure you check back with us next week and tell everybody about this beautiful podcast uh, only on this gorgeous channel known as Your Manchester. Manchester.